Welcome to Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining myself, Sean Finnegan, and Fran Mirabella for this week's episode. Don't forget, you can check out all of IGN's mm. shows. Where, Fran? On iOS, Android, PS4, Xbox One, and everywhere that's uh, awesome. So check it out, download them. Didn't expect that, did you? No, I didn't. Did not. We winged it. So, uh, exciting news, Sean. What are we going to be talking about today? That was a sentence. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things, Destin. Yeah. Uh, E3 is right around the corner, so we're going to be talking about what we hope to see revealed about Destiny and mm -hmm. this uh, Rise of Iron so-called expansion mm -hmm. that's coming mm -hmm. out later on this year. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about Iron Banner and that quick hotfix that they made for the heavy ammo glitch that mm -hmm. uh, everyone was talking about, but I didn't get to see because I was out of town. Yep. Uh, yeah. And wherever else this goes, I guess. Yeah. So. yeah. so let's hit it off right away about E3. I want to play the game at E3. Do you think that we've, will happen? We've been really good about this. Like in prior years, we've mm -hmm. been able to go hands on with the stuff that they're showing mm -hmm. there and play like a new mission and right. play like some PvP. Like remember at, I think it was E3 last year, we all got to play Mayhem mm -hmm. when yeah. they first were introducing that. Yeah. Let, yeah. Like if we, sh I was actually going to recommend, let's go over exactly what happened last year because I've been in the industry a long time and as it turns out, they don't change things up that often. <laughs> yeah. So, right at the PlayStation conference, it was revealed the trailer Destiny for revealed. the new Destiny Taking King expansion, Content, right? Yeah. That was the first time we really saw like what it was going to look like. Then we had um, a behind-closed-doors appointment that we were able to go and see the a truncated version of... That one the, half a mission of the first it's, it's mission. It's the first half of the first mission. Yeah, yeah. on yeah. Phobos. Yeah. Uh, so we saw that. We were able to do an interview. Um, mm. And so we did all that. But then meanwhile, at the PlayStation booth and then other places, they had... Rift and Mayhem, right? We mm -hmm. were able to go check out. They revealed right. a sector, um, whatever the sector map is. They revealed those two new maps. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened last a, year. There's a little bit of a distinction for people who don't oh, who don't go to E3 or don't really know how E3 works. But there's E3 is a closed event, although yeah. some there is some not now really public, anymore. Well, there's some <laughs> public facing aspects to it now more than there used to be. E3 Live and EA right. Play, but it's, it's generally called. a tr it's still a trade show, which means you got to be pressed to be in there. But even within the event itself, there are still these behind closed door demos. Yeah. Where even if you're at E3, you may not necessarily be able to get in there. I don't exactly know. Yeah. Well, how. they're they're very limited, right? Yeah. So IGN gets an interview and an appointment because it's on a very short list of people who can reach a lot of audience. And so, yeah, that's why it does sound top secret because, like, in a way, it is. So you actually go to the Activision booth and they have a business section like upstairs, and you get ushered in, and it's very small, you know. And yeah. Like even you if you're little, at E3, it's not the type of thing you wait in line to go. No. Play. You can't just show up, and that's what the BCD behind closed doors, as we uh, we call. It is. So that's actually where hopefully that will happen again. We'll get our appointment. We'll be able to hit them with some hard questions and see what we get. Um, but, you know, I do expect the reveal to be at the PlayStation conference again, mm -hmm. which is Monday night, like at 6 p.m. So how confident are you that we're going to see like that it's a Rise trailer. of Iron. Well, no, we'll, yeah. that we'll, yeah, that we'll see a trailer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. With the leak, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I think given the amount of content and just the way uh, all the announcements stack up, like, I still don't know if it's big enough, like Call of Duty, that normally gets a brief section in either, um, you know, the Xbox conference or in the PlayStation conference. They do, like, a quick demo, right? I don't think we're going to see that still with Destiny. I think it'll just be, a, like, a sweet trailer. I I'll think, bet you yeah. that All the betting. Always betting. Yeah, I'll bet you that we <laughs> will see Destiny be a part of Sony's E3 stage show, and it won't be like a very a small thing. You know what? I think they're yeah. going to change it up. I think it's going to be on Microsoft stage, and Microsoft's <laughs> going to get exclusive content. Yeah, right. No. 
I'm being very sarcastic. Yeah. That will never happen. I think, you know, it, we can go down that road another time, but there's a lot more PlayStation sold. It's yeah, not. Zen Media it's not so just great. that. Like, Sony, like, even before PlayStation leapt out to a huge lead, Destiny had signed this, or Bungie had yeah. signed this, like, exclusivity. Activision. I'm just egging you Activision, on because, yeah. yeah, I know you it, play on Xbox. It's a so. sales and marketing thing. So they have a partnership with Activision. You know, this yeah. Ubisoft does this all yeah. the time with um, Microsoft. And yeah. it's my point was it's actually very based on sales. You know, their bet was that PlayStation probably would be a bigger audience on Destiny. And I don't have the numbers, but I'm very confident it is where like most of the console or most of the Destiny audience is at. So, um, so anyway, I, PlayStation is where it's going to show up. I don't think... We'll see anything before that. I think they want it to be a big yeah. part of the conference. So uh, that would be I interesting would be... to see, actually, just like how that audience actually breaks down. If yeah, it's because I, 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 okay. there's no doubt that there's a majority because there's way more PS4s out there yeah. just in general. But like what of really? overall Destiny's total fan base, I'll bet you it's more like. 60-40. You think? Yeah. It's that yeah. close. Well, just because yeah, like, like, shoot, like, shooters just have such a rich legacy on Xbox. That's all. Yeah, we can actually look into, you know, there's the NPD numbers of actual units sold. You know, sometimes I think digital sales. Yeah, and it's all misleading because no digital, right? They, uh, they, there's more counting of that. But um, anyway, yeah, we should look that up for a future yeah. thing, what the split is. Beyond that, I mean, so they have a trailer. Uh, we saw Rift and Mayhem last year, like mm -hmm. a hands-on thing. We, is there an yeah. Activision booth at E3 this year? Oh yeah, there's always yeah. One. there is. Well, there's been some changes because he was yeah. asking because well, EA. EA is out yeah. on the outside yeah. now. You know, Rockstar never shows up, mm -hmm. but yeah, Activision's a mainstay. Uh, but Call because of this especially. is a DLC pack, what does that mean for Bungie? Like, they're probably not going to have like the Mega Sphere like they did when Destiny was revealed. I think it'll be just like last year. I mean, a B Activision BCD hands-on thing. Uh, well, that but so two things mm -hmm. specifically it happened. Um, is that again in the PlayStation booth? It was a big piece, um, and you could go in, get in line, play multiplayer because Destiny is huge, yeah. and they recognize that, especially at PlayStation. So you can get in line, play multiplayer. Likely to happen again. But at the Activision booth, um, they also had you could go play. Yeah, it was that was the thing. They there split two up, different things. They split up Mayhem and Rift. Mm -hmm. I believe is the way they did. And it. And then the story thing was like for people who like run Destiny shows, for example. <laughs> yeah, again, the, B, yeah. the BCD, yeah. the behind closers is very limited. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, with all the streaming coverage, uh, mm -hmm. IGN, et cetera, it's still super limited. Um, yeah. So yeah, like we're fortunate enough that we've been doing this for you know 20 years, it's our 20th anniversary this year at IGN. Um, so we get in there. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> well, we reach like 70 to 100 million people a month. So a, lo a lot of people worth, worth having us. <laughs> a lot of people were talking about the rise of Iron League and whether or not it was legitimate. I mean, that poster looks really good. There's no yeah. way it's fake. It's too you detailed know? to yeah. be fake. I've seen some good deviant art, but not that good. Yeah. And you know? you know, we are at a point mm -hmm. with um, you know, Kotaku who added, you know, to it with their sources there has been some reliability there. So yeah. even though, right, you normally want to see multiple sources, um, and actually they, they've had that this time, yeah. but now they have a history of having a source who's proven to um, Just leak everything. Well, I don't know yeah. if that's the person who's leaking it, but um, the point is if there's reliability. So it's the bartender. If you're, if, you're, if you're Bungie, are you like, Keeping your like ear to the ground and like a sharp eye out mm -hmm. for the mole. Like imagine if somebody on the inside sure. who keeps yeah. leaking stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if somebody was leaking every project we had for the next year? We would be pretty mad, right? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Like internally. Well, right. Like yeah. you gotta understand. Bungie their, would be the same way. Yeah. Like put yeah. yourself in their shoes. They want to be able to tell you about it when the time's right and mm -hmm. do it in a big way. Yeah. And leaks always, even though like I believe all press is good press, even what seems bad. Yeah. Like people are talking about your game and it's because they're hyped. Mm -hmm. You know and they. Yeah. Don't 
even, we didn't even, we couldn't do anything with the Rise of Iron info that's like damaging. I mean, it, it brings up a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they don't like. It's like, wait a second, we want to tell you what it is because now they're like, some people might be thinking it's just about Iron Banner and it's like, no, that's not what it's about and they want to do it in a controlled way. But, um, so what I was going to get at, yeah, they do it because, yeah, they just want to do it all at once and have that yeah. message. Mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought, obviously. Yep. Today we have a crowd of about 100 people outside of our door. Yeah, there's all people taking tours of the IGN office. They're very excited. Uh, I'm very excited about E3 and uh, seeing everything they have to offer. But you guys weren't here last week to talk Rise of Iron. So yeah. let's kind of get into that a little bit. What's some of the stuff you guys hope to see in this content? I mean, I've said this before on previous episodes, but like what Taken King did so well was really fleshing out the characters of the universe and, and the telling story. stories around yeah. them and giving me missions that I wanted to play because I was interested in seeing what happened to my character and the characters around me. Uh, I would love to see them extend that to people like Saladin and other people in the sort of crucible arena PvP area and give me something with cool missions and a cool story that ties into the universe and lets me know about what else is happening out there or at least instead of maybe not it's where we're going, but at least where we came from. That would be very cool. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I always hop to, you know, how I want to see the gameplay and those things change. And uh, But to focus on that for a second, yeah, that's a really great point. Like, we were all, I think, very happy with the increased dialogue from Cade. And, mm-hmm. you know, Harris. scenes and, and cool acting. Yeah, yeah. the cutscenes were really well handled. You know, the composition as well. The music mm-hmm. started to change some. I think we were all a little nervous about that, too. But it's all been, yeah, really good. And it feels like there's more story. I think that's been one of the biggest requests by far still is, like, when we even saw like the Taken King uh, teaser with the Queen, uh, it was awesome. You know, like walking mm. through the snow and like, yeah. But that was like it. Um, maybe there will be a little more. Or of even that. just how mm, like that, just how the Taken King opening cinematic yeah. starts with this epic space battle outside the rings of Saturn and the Queen, like mm-hmm. s- you know, sacrificing herself to like take one big shot and knock out like the yeah. you know the mm-hmm. enemy ship works his ship like that's so cool that's such an awesome way to start it like gives you a sense of <laughs> pun gravity yeah. it gives you a sense of gravity for the story and like the situation that you're in going forward and it gives you like a reason to want to complete these missions in yeah. a certain way that's so cool and like I have so I mean just as a huge Destiny fan and like a big lore person in general when it comes to properties that I like I have so many ideas about where this could go or who these characters could be and how they can interact if you need a narrative designer Bungie Deej if you're listening <laughs> He's in charge of the next Destiny movie. Yeah. He told me. Oh, is he? A Destiny. (laughs) Director, (laughs) filmmaker. Okay, totally totally off topic. Would a Destiny movie work? We talked about this. Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't it? Destiny would work. Halo would work. They'd all work. Yeah, you just have to do it right. Anything can work. That's the thing. Nothing has worked yet. It's hard to do. As a movie. Well, that's just because video game movies don't have a great track record. You're saying there's been no good video game movies? Not really. One Mid- good video game movie. Which one? Super Mario Brothers. The first the 80s? one. Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. The first Mortal Kombat in the 90s. for that demographic. Is that's not the too. first mm-hmm. video game Honestly, movie. Honestly, yeah. yeah. The first yeah. good one. It, it, I agree with that. Like, yeah. it was, and that's still it was like awesome. an eight. Well, that's the thing. It's like Mortal yeah. Kombat, the first one. It's a mid '90s movie that was made for mid '90s kids in the mid '90s. It has this mm-hmm. really tongue-in-cheek feel to it. It knows what it is, and that's why it's good. It's not. The problem with video game movies these days is they try and take what like what are serious properties and make them into serious movies, mm-hmm. and that's just not it, the, it's not a one to one translation. Mm-hmm. So they always fall a little bit short, and they feel pretentious or they feel uh, like they don't understand the source material. Yeah. that's the problem. Johnny Cage saved that movie. Yeah, like <laughs> Need for Speed was like a straight up action drama. Yeah. Fast with, and Furious kind of thing. So yeah. how do they make yeah, Destiny like, good? 
The movie, Destiny the movie. Oh, well, you got a lot of groundwork to lay there. I think <laughs> you need more of a core story. Like, it's hard because De Destiny of, of these space shooters is a little less linear. Yeah. You know? Like, it's not so... It's not as easy to... Like, you could point at Halo and be like, this two months... Or this like this part of the game, like this like Halo Three or like the Fall of Reach. These are event-based story elements that you could just make into a movie. Yep. There's nothing like that in Destiny yet because we don't really know what's yeah. been going it, on that, in the yeah. universe. I think there's plenty of material though. Like it's a space epic, the Dreadnought itself. Like and that's where like usually movies are successful where they focus on one thing. And sure, so... but okay. So like let's just take an example, right? The Taken King movie. How do you explain that movie? To anybody else. Well, anyone who is yeah. a Destiny fan. Like, yeah. just what the premise is. Okay, so we're these guardians. We get our power from yeah. this traveler, but that's not even in the movie. Yeah, we're yeah. dealing with this dude. Oh, yeah. you see the Cabal and the uh, the <laughs> Hive. They were actually taken by Oryx, who's a big demon guy with and wings. And then you're like, wait, and... who are the Cabal and Hive? Well, they're, 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 they're these other alien races. Oh, they're, that they're are aliens the system. from Mars. Mars and the moon. It's, it's okay. complicated. Yeah. There's the a point. shadow, yeah. actually, of Oryx, and he looks yeah. like Oryx, but he's not Oryx. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, also, that's, that's a challenging like, movie. Yeah, and that's yeah. the re like Destiny. So far, the way the lore has been portrayed to us, the player is very nonlinear and very exploratory, which means like it's difficult to point to a single event as something that you could adapt to a movie. Yeah. I'll tell you what you do with that's the Destiny. All. Movie. Not that it can't be done. <laughs> I'm just saying you'd have to come up with. A you lot. start at the beginning. That's how you do it. You start yeah. at the beginning. You tell the story of the start, traveler and yeah. like our first exploration to Actually, a different no, wait, world. See, I agree with you, you but know, we yeah. don't know what the story of the traveler right. is. Uh, <laughs> there's enough there that you can kind of you. Know Know that we went to that movie, a, a different planet, sure, and we ran into the traveler, and that's the story you tell. And obviously, you have the writers of Destiny help you scope that. Yeah, and yeah. I totally get that. But like to me, that movie begins with like a two-minute-long voiceover in the beginning. It was the traveler. That's how Destiny <laughs> the began. The traveler saved us from the collapse. What that is the collapse? Is the beginning well, of Destiny. Yeah. Like, no, oh, that's cheesy. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you don't want to start a movie like that because it's dumb. I think if you start a movie with a voiceover to contextualize, that's cheating. Like it's, mm -hmm. I, in you me, don't start with VO. You're saving time. On a planet yeah. is super interesting. Sean Hoss hates all okay. the beginnings of the, yeah. the Star Wars movies. Just for the record, those don't yeah. start with VO. Well, okay, but it's it's reading. It's even yeah, worse. It's execution. <laughs> you have to it's, read. It open. Oh, it's so dramatic. The opening. I, I was you, just kidding. You could yeah. also tell um, parallel storylines. You could tell explain storylines. Yeah, parallel storytelling. So like you, <laughs> yeah, you you explain like the traveler and what happened there, and at uh -huh. the same time you jump forward this in time. This movie sucks. And it's I would like never greenlight it so far. Hey, uh, we're brainstorming here, Fran. Okay, so it's yeah. gonna be kind of after, like after E3. Event Horizon. I will present to you the first act <laughs> of the Destiny, okay. sh the Destiny movie, yeah. as written and directed by Sean Finnegan. That sounds good. And we'll I do will it here write. on air. Sorry. We'll yeah. all voice the characters. This will that be awesome. I like. Yeah. And I will you know, write like the Destiny TV in, show you know? about three roommates stuck in the tower <laughs> yeah. who aren't quite guardians yet, but they yeah. want to be. Oh yeah, it's like a situational comedy. We should do cinema that. Yeah, I love it. Uh, we can move on, but I was going to say, yeah, I think the collapse and finding that first guardian yeah. is a great place to start. And maybe there's some that actually maybe before you get too deep into it, you, you need to start there. And like, it's a lot like I think, honestly, Disney would be great to handle. I think a movie like this because Ooh. they've been able to figure this type of thing out. With they've ridiculous, been okay with a few, but comparatively, mm -hmm. right? You know, That's yeah. the thing. Most things you're suddenly, totally right about. We we're this. all worried about comic movies, and they've got a good formula. Yeah, you know. Uh. Now that you were just yeah. you just mentioned that for some reason you struck me like I was thinking about who is the main character right and you mm -hmm. said the first guardian right like that's totally a great pick mm -hmm. uh, I would also think of maybe Praetith, right that story mm -hmm. 
like his fight against the Vex specifically. That gets, that Ignore gets, the Cabal, yeah. the Fallen. Mm-hmm. It's just like exactly. your confrontation, or his confrontation, one of the, or his team's yeah. confrontation with the Vex and discovering the Vault of Glass. And then yeah. Atheon is basically cool. Ultron. And there, we figured it out. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Do all that. <laughs> so that's our pitch for the Destiny movie. What would you guys want to see? Yeah. Uh, also going on in Destiny right now, uh, Iron Banner. There were some problems, so they delayed a, it, it a, a little late, bit. Yeah. yeah, it was a day late. Uh, they got yeah. on that bug really quick. There yeah. was a heavy ammo Fish. bug where you could just have infinite heavy ammo, and they fixed it. And there was another one where you could get unlimited supers, yeah. which they also fixed. Which I didn't know about until the, yeah, uh, the bug fix. Either. There yeah. was like unlimited heavy ammo bug. They were and probably like, unlimited <laughs> super bug. Yeah, apparently that was yeah. not heavily exploited. Um, but yeah, they they shut down <laughs> trials. I see what you do there. Mm-hmm. Not heavily yeah. I didn't mean to do that, but that's good. Um, they shut down trials for last mm-hmm. weekend, so feels bad, man. That that was rough on me. Like, yeah, that I was had, when I was doing trials. Right? Yeah, it's not my. It's my favorite thing right now because it's the only thing that I really like get into because mm-hmm. it's so like fiercely competitive. And thankfully, I have people who just carry me to the tower. Thanks, Clickit and Michael, if you're listening. And I need to be carried. Toxic. I need to be carried. <laughs> yeah, we need to bring Destin out. Yeah. Um, but I still week, like week one or two. Like I'm still in that zone of you know I've have talked about it with Sean. I wasn't like a huge huge PvP player. I was mm-hmm. in Halo two, but still casually at the IGN office. But I got into it there but never since in this game has really got me like i mean i'm looking at all the perks and getting into it and i know some people don't like pvp and i never thought i'd be that person but because i like the world of destiny so much and the gun feel and etc and earning all my gear um i'm like now addicted to playing multiplayer yeah, so yeah. banner's awesome. out i'm you know i'm hopping at home at night still playing banner when i want to play overwatch yeah um, but i'm like so mm, maybe some banner <laughs> let's talk about that a little bit so i was playing overwatch a lot this week yeah. and then i hopped back to destiny i was like man destiny so is different. slow in comparison to overwatch funny, playing like, on pc the feel of overwatch is slow mm-hmm. When really? things start happening, it happens quickly. Yeah. But like, I feel like everybody's like, if you, get, a if pacing, you get teams of six yeah. playing against each yeah, other in Overwatch, it's so highly tactical and yeah. like fine tuned. Yeah, it's so. Oh, when you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, if I just if mean the feel of playing on a piece, playing Overwatch on a PC uh, versus oh, Destiny like on a console. Yeah, well, all the, of that I noticed rate, immediately. It's, movement, it's abilities, like and Destiny's Destiny's designed to be played in a different way than a PC shooter. Obviously, I mean, totally obviously, it's a console shooter. But it was just really interesting to kind of think about their design philosophies like you we look at halo 5 which you play a lot you look at a game like overwatch which everybody's loving right now and then you look at destiny and they're all really really good shooters and they're all very different which is i think great like that's why as much as i when i say halo 5 is faster than destiny by like like exponentially that's not a slight to destiny i like destiny is a different style yeah i like the Mm slow-paced feel of destiny because it Mm -hmm. makes you play you play it differently it's just Mm -hmm. a different type of gameplay yeah yeah it's so, yeah, it was funny when I jumped into Overwatch. Actually, at first, that's what I was getting at. Like, mm-hmm. the limited ability to, like, run and sprint, depending on your character. Yeah. The tank characters. I was you're like, like, I want to float. You, it I'm takes, a warlock. It just feels like you're anchored down. And, mm-hmm. like, even, like, I don't know, shooting at characters, like, the, the feeling of impact is so mm-hmm. different. And yeah. it really is just getting used to it. I'm really liking Overwatch. And actually, strategically, it, it seems pretty amazing in all the different combinations of characters and things you can do with each other. Um, but Destiny, there's just still, that's what is always, you know, that we call the bungee magic. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about the feel, you know, and. The feel and the movement. And is that's why, you yeah. know, like I hate to say it, like there's something about Halo in the new hands of 343 that just, it's not, that spark. Oh my pun. goodness. Halo well, isn't this, quite there. Three, four, You're three, guilty, Fran. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> but, um, 
There's just something that's not quite there. I'm not knocking Halo, by the way. I was just saying there's something in Destiny that makes us keep coming back. That's yeah. a slickness, a polish. And mm. when I played multiplayer, I liked that they were very different, mm. but it also just really still made me appreciate that a game that's now years old um, still feels like really good. That yeah. feel of PvP and Destiny, um, even not being 60. We talked about that conversation. The frame rate, you know, people knock it, but it still feels great. And, yeah. that's, and that's if you're what, one of those haters out there who's like, people still play this game. Yeah, yeah. people still play this game, and that's why because yeah. it's so fun. Like yeah. the gameplay is so good right yep. they really nailed that that perfect just feel at 30 frames per second yeah, and, yeah, and totally. it's, it's really interesting that i can appreciate overwatch and appreciate what's de what destiny is doing at the same time and still have insanely intense moments with overwatch and multiplayer and with destiny and multiplayer even though it runs at 30 yep you know so i'm just commending them really yeah you know yeah, yeah. there's a lot of good stuff to play right now which is nice so yeah um, Especially in that shooter arena. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, what about Banner? Like, um, I mean, any quick commentary? I it's nice to go back to Control. Yeah. 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 Like I said, yeah, I, I thought about this a lot over over the over the last week or the last couple of days playing Banner about why I like Control a lot better for Banner than Clash. Yeah. Not that you can make an outlandish statement like just Control is better than Clash, but it the is. reason I like it is because for team play it's deeper strategy, right? There's that added level of strategy totally. where instead of just killing each other, which mm -hmm. you do in Clash, which is fun, I like mm -hmm. killing people, instead of just that, there's this secondary objective, which is like, no, do that, but also do it controlling these points because yeah. you can be more efficient. I find that anytime I spawn, the first thing, if I, you know, first I'm aware of how many points my team is holding at that point or at any point yeah. in the match. Which right? point are they running to? I'm going to run to a different one. Yeah. Or, or like, if you're in a crew, I always say, everybody just capture that first point because we will be in the lead. Yeah. If or we so do like, it as that's a the thing is like, if I die, and mm -hmm. I'm and I'm playing with my team. My first thing is like, are you what team? What what point are we trying to capture? If we're trying to capture a point, yeah. do you need me to go snag a different point, yeah. or should I come support you because yeah. you're going to cap it, right? Yeah. Like, like either one person, one or two go, or everybody just captures that. Yeah, first there's point. that there's that there's that moment where you're like, yeah. yeah, do we commit to trying to capture this point, or do we forget it and send all of our new spawning people to a different point and snag it while they're defending a different point, mm -hmm. right? And that's even if that's not even discussing like, what if you don't need the point, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's all there's just this second secondary level of strategy then that makes control a lot more fun to play in a team setting yeah i've been in it, groups of six and i'm like like it's a really close game and i'm like everybody just get on c right now i'm capturing it mathematically we win if we do this yeah totally yeah. you know and we win yeah you no know? yeah strategically yeah. it's better but it's just more directed to your point right mm -hmm. immediately as soon as the game starts you have something to do somewhere to go clash yeah. you just don't have that you're like yeah Mm, I don't know. Go look for someone. You know where they're spawning. Yeah, and it allows but, it allows for clash allows for a little bit more random. Yeah, I was gonna call mm -hmm. it randomosity. Yeah, randomness. But the maps are also designed where you're gonna hit choke points. Yeah, but it's you also know, yeah. you know like so you, if you're in a team setting and it's like you and your buddy are pushing the flank on this left side of the map, mm -hmm. you're expecting your people in the middle to be able to spot people who are trying to flank you. Yeah. But they don't because they're also pushing, which means like you get people spawning behind you and also mm -hmm. people just running around the outside of the ring of the map just flanking people nonstop. So yeah. a lot of the times you find yourself just being like. Someone shouldn't be flanking me and shooting me in the back right now, but here they are, yeah. like, in my face with a shotgun. It's just like, you yeah. know, in a map where you had directed objectives, that wouldn't mm -hmm. be happening. Mm -hmm. Next time it's, it's Clash, and I'm in a group of six, I'm going to find a safe spot to just, I'm like, Hunker all right, down. all yeah. six, let's just sit in this door and, exactly, and let them come yeah. in. They walk through the door, everybody nukes them. Yeah, yeah. totally. And that, that is it a strategy. It would be the slowest game ever played. You know what, though? I've played but, yeah. games, though, where, like, we don't have full teams, and when the other team's full, and they're just strategically waiting where the 
people are yeah. entering. Yeah. Um, like I've had that happen on dreadnought levels. Um, for it's like everybody name. chill. I don't cover know if it's these like two a doors. Or, yeah. yeah, but because, oh, but you actually can, you try to push them, yeah. and they're just mowing you down because yeah. they're so organized. Yeah. It actually is a good strategy. Yeah. Or you know the people walk in a wall basically. Yeah, and they just totally keep mowing people yeah. down. You stick, team exactly. shots. you stick with your team. I mean, just by virtue of being a multiplayer game, like there are po there are points of the map that are like more lit up. Yeah, mm -hmm. like there's 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 choke points. There's places that you can you know hold effectively with your team and if you have good communication you could just sit there the whole time yeah and kill anyone who approaches you so and win the game yep yeah but yeah i mean that's why people like rift as well i think because it's directed uh, exactly. gameplay yeah. but i like i said i'm oh, fine with i don't Flash. like rift you i know, like I know rift you too, most people don't like people rift. it's like football, I know man. People don't like i love it yeah. it's super it's capture the flag sort of i did yeah. that poll a while back very close. Kinda, you can't throw one flag yeah i remember i did that poll a while back it was like 15 20% of the people that voted liked it so don't you know that's a significant number but yeah 80% no 20%, well, no, that was, yeah. I split up Clash, Control, and uh, Riff, I believe. And oh, okay. There was, like, even a don't care or something. I'm saying a lot of people don't like Riff. That's all I said. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say everybody doesn't like Rift, I and know. if you do, you're wrong. I no, it was just <laughs> implying that there was the minority was too small to care about. But people, no, I, people friends, like of, friends of mine who play Destiny yeah. like Rift. I don't um, like it. But back to Banner yeah. real fast. So this week, right, is uh, Fusion Rifles, Ash Raven's Flight. That's yeah. the one. Uh, the sidearm. And the sidearm is Iron Reef yeah. D, right? Yeah. Um, I'll get it just to I have it. both I have of those already. So get yeah. absolutely, like, yeah. go for a roll on, because fusions, fusions are back, as we yeah. talk about a lot. Go for a roll on the Ash Ravens, but if you don't, buy the one that's there. It's got Hidden Hand and Hot Swap, I think, but it comes with Brace Frame, and that's just, like, regardless, it's going to be a, it's a really great fusion rifle on its own. Mm -hmm. Again, so I don't know how it ranks is Thesen is the slower charge rate, but hits like a truck. Ash Ravens is actually just a little bit after that, but the rate of fire is a little higher. Where's then, that future Warcult one rank? Because that one's pretty high up there, That's more too. like Thiezen. Yeah, okay, it's, yeah, it's like more like a How does Plan C stack up against those? Plan C's like, it's actually, it's I... a lot more like, I'd say, Ash Ravens, but higher rate of fire. Mm -hmm. But it's just, uh, it is awesome. I mean, yeah. Plan C's it's the best. Exotic. That's the only fusion yeah. that I use. Well, it's the, exotic, yeah, so, you use yeah. Plan C, yeah. but the, you want Ash Ravens because like it gives you that option oh, yeah, to totally use, buy it. you know, Mida plus a fusion or whatever you want to do. or. Yeah, yeah or keep truth equipped, whatever. Yeah. But um, that's really good. Iron Wreath actually is a good sidearm. I mean, pick yeah. it up, but hopefully you get a good roll. And it's chest and arms. I've said this yeah. before, this but it's yeah. just like, why sidearms? I still don't get it. Sidearms still pretty deadly in Rate the right fire. maps, and yeah, rate of fire, mid range. I sort yeah, of mid range. range. I don't know. Yeah. I just can't ever imagine a time when I would rather have a sidearm as opposed to a shotgun, a sniper, or a fusion. But yeah. you got to be good. At, there's some people who like shade step sidearm and they're like amazing with it and yeah. stuff like that. It's it's totally. There are loadouts for but it, that's but just it's, because shade steps OP. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. That has nothing to do with you the sidearm. You can't say anything's OP. You're gonna get people <laughs> mad at you like shoulder. I don't charge. care. That's it. That's it for this week. <laughs> I think, guys. Is there anything else we want to cover off on? Nah, I think we got a lot still to uh, hope. Hopefully, there's more leaks before E3. Uh, but otherwise, we got a few weeks still to go. I should have hit this at the beginning of the show, but hit up youtube.com slash fireteamchat and subscribe and check out all of our videos there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where you find Fireteam Chat in video form these days. Anything yep. else you guys want to plug before we go? Nah, the usuals. Find nah. me at Get Fran Mirabella. Yeah. Uh, I stream a lot on Twitch at uh, FM3 underscore. Yeah. And have three characters. Finnegan. Follow me uh, on Twitter at Shot by Finnegan. All That's right. it. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. out.